Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know about you, but whenever I finish a book, or a movie, or a really good TV show, I don't always want it to end. Maybe you even get a little sad or bummed out when it gets over. We want a good story to go on. I imagine the disciples, maybe they felt a little bit that way too. As Jesus led them out of Jerusalem, they journeyed out the short way to Bethany. As Jesus lifted up his hands and blessed them, those hands they had seen healed the sick, give the blind their sight, made the lame walk, the hands that welcomed sinners, hands that they saw pierced and crucified, hands that they saw wounded and scarred, yet alive again on Easter Sunday, as Jesus was parted from them and the cloud took him out of their sight, it might seem for a little bit, from the disciples' point of view anyhow, that this was the end of the story, the end of the road, the show was over. For a moment they stood there. They gazed up into the heavens, and the angel reminded them this was not the end at all. Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come again the same way as you saw him go into heaven. You see, for the disciples, for us, for our Lord's church, Jesus' ascension is not the end of the story, but rather in Jesus' ascension, his story of his salvation and his saving work for us continues. It goes on. Jesus' ascension is part one really, of that true, never-ending story. That good news of Jesus come to save us, to rescue us, to redeem us, to make us and call us his own. This is what Luke begins this book of Acts by telling Theophilus and us, the hearers of the book, that this is really part two of the Gospel of Luke. The story goes on. In the first book he says, O Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach. Until that day when he was taken up, after he gave commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, by appearing to them for forty days, speaking about the kingdom of God to them. You see, in the book of Acts, the story goes on. St. Luke tells us it continues. Jesus' saving work does not end. It goes on. It's a new chapter, a next leg of the journey, until, of course, our Lord returns, as he promised, and as the angel reminded the apostles. Jesus' ascension now tells us how our Lord's work will continue, how his word and promise will continue to go on and be among us in his very word and promise. Here, through his church gathered, his people called, enlightened by his spirit, through his promise, just as he said it would, Paul says it this way in Ephesians, that Jesus now fills the church. He is all in all. Just as the glory of the Lord appeared in that burning bush that was not consumed before Moses' eyes, just as he dwelled in the smoke and the fire of the tabernacle, as he sat between the winged cherubim and the Ark of the Covenant, now, too, the glory of the Lord, but in human flesh, dwells in, and he fills And he is present with us, his bride, his people, the church. So if we think about it that way, that means the church really is never empty. There could be one or two or two hundred of us, 
And wherever and whenever God's word is spoken, whenever his water and word are poured over us, whenever his water and word are given and declared to us for the forgiveness of sins, whenever his word and bread and wine come and are his body and blood for us, the church is always full, full of his word and promise to us, his peace and comfort full of Jesus crucified and risen and now ascended and ruling and reigning by his grace, his promise, his peace, his presence, full of his body and blood that give us forgiveness, full of word and water, where the Holy Spirit descends as he did on that Pentecost day, not too long after his ascension, that we too might rise and ascend with our Lord one day, This is the story that Jesus called and sent out his apostles and his disciples to declare. These are my words I spoke to you, he says in the Gospel of Luke, while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms, it must be fulfilled. And then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and to say to them, Thus it is written, the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise again from the dead and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from that one place of Jerusalem, the place where it all happened. Repentance and forgiveness of sins, that's the work of the church summed up pretty well in just those two little words. That's what our Lord calls us here to his house, to hear again and again and again, The law that shows us our sin like a mirror. The gospel that shows us our Savior crucified and risen for us. God's judgment that all have sinned. Each and every one of us. That we've fallen short of the glory of God. But the verdict. That you are justified freely by God's grace in Christ. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, our Lord called his disciples and then later his apostles to be part of this grand story. Not to be spectators, but to be involved on the field, in the game, to receive his promise, to hear his teaching, to be witnesses of his death and resurrection, and then to be sent back out again, as the old song goes, to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. His love for them, his love for the world, His love for each of you. And so by God's grace and his promise, we too are part of this grand and gracious story. A story that began for us in sin and sorrow, but now it's been rewritten. Now it has been rescued. You are rescued and redeemed and restored. You see, Jesus' death and resurrection and his ascension have secured for us a new ending, a new creation, a new life, a new name, new birth from above. The old ending of death and judgment has been torn out, crumpled up, and thrown away in Jesus' tomb forever. And in its place, well, a new story has been written. And not with pen or ink that can fade and deteriorate over time, but with Jesus' holy, precious blood, his innocent suffering and death, written in the Lamb's book of life. Each one of your names, by that precious blood, And the same Lord Jesus who sent out his disciples, called them as his apostles, also calls us to be his own, his people, called here tonight to receive his gifts, 
to gather as we receive forgiveness, to receive his Holy Spirit as he promises, as he calls us to be present with him as he is present here for us and with us, not only in his word, but also in his word that continues to be made flesh among us, his body and blood for us. Called like they were to be witnesses as well, to tell others of this great story, this good news, that in Jesus' ascension, your salvation continues. And that's a story that never ends. And so a blessed ascension day to each of you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.